Welcome to the Squall Report. My name is Jim Lundin. I'm here with my best friend, Matt Wardrop. What up? We are here and ready to get rolling. Uh, the Squall American Football League. Uh, brought to you today by Seinfeld. And also brought to you by Marvel's Eternals. So... We're uh, we're jumping in a little late here, Matt. We're uh, we're we're starting off on week ten. That's the way to, to to kick things off. You know, you gotta let things settle, right? That's absolutely. You know, let the dust settle, and now let's talk about the league. You know, so so we're kind of we're kind of getting in the groove here. Um, the the plan for uh, this podcast is to kind of review what happened the past week, go over any hot topics of the week, injuries, trades, news. Um, do some fun kind of games over unders, things like that, and then move through uh, you know the next week's upcoming stuff and and kind of uh, you know venture through the, the the matchups coming up and and really break down everybody's everybody's matchups and how they're doing you know throughout this league. And so. Also, we'd like to have people on with us. So if one of you guys are interested, reach out to us or we'll also be reaching out to other people too. But definitely, if you're interested in coming on you know feel free to reach out to us any suggestions for other topics reach out to us we're even thinking uh you know maybe you know you want to send in uh an audio clip of of you talking some shit before your next matchup feel free to send it on over and you might be uh you know on the show yourself absolutely and we got the playoffs coming up soon so you know trash talk should be at an all-time high so the first thing we're going to go through is uh, last week's results. Um, so I'm just going to jump right in. Uh, we had the Great Chase defeating Team Adam Blacker, 118 to 93. Um, obviously, Team Adam Blacker is awful and at 1 and 8 at this point in the season. <laughs> um, we got Team McGlacius, 132. Uh, Versus Team G Smoke and uh, Mike won one fifteen eighty nine. That was a that was a big one. Uh, that was a big one. That that it creates a big shakeup in the league. Garrett losing the mic like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, really, any any mid level teams taking down some some of those higher ups are really those high heavy hitters. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, next up, we had Dude for Dale defeating Team Boston, ninety-five to fifty-nine. A uh, little bit of a, um, you know, just uh, destroyed him a little bit there. Uh, yeah, a little, a little bit of an ass whooping. Uh, <laughs> then we got Fantasy Team uh, losing to Team Tython, one ten to ninety-three. Um, another one, we those close matchups, uh, standings wise, really keeping everything close. Um, then we had uh, Team Matty Fresh what, what? pulling out, pulling out the, the huge win, the five point win over Team Seapel, one hundred two to ninety seven. It's not about the margin; it's just about the victory, you know. Hey, just gotta get those W's. Doesn't matter how you get them. So we're just we're just scraping them out over here. All right, uh, and then wrapping up the week, we had uh, feeling like a million bucks uh, taking down the three point Stancers, one thirty four to one hundred eight. And that is another huge game, having the Stancers lose that one. That was huge. The yeah, standings they, are in a lock now. Yeah, yeah. They, You know, if uh, Rob had taken that one, he's he's leading the pack, right? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, um, you know, Matt, if you want to break down the standings, where that leaves us after all that talk. Yeah, um, so we 
are in almost a virtual lock at the top of the league. We have the top five teams all coming in at six and three, feeling like a million bucks in first at six and three. G Smoke in second at six and three. Do it for Dale in, in, in third at six and three. The three point stancers in fourth at six and three. Uh, Tython in fifth at six and three. This and then it's just crazy. This, it's insane with this many people this far in the season tied for first. all tied for first place. That's absolutely insane. Um, I mean, that's almost the entire playoff picture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tied in first place. That's crazy. Um, then in sixth place, we have the fantasy team at five and four, uh, and seventh, the great chase at five and four. So the two teams you know, right on the outs or the fantasy team actually would be in right now, but not again, more ties yeah. five and four. Um, then coming yeah. in in eighth place, we got McGlacius at four and five ninth place, Maddie fresh at four and five. Again, another tie right there. And only one game outside of the two other teams battling for the playoffs. Um, in 10th, we have Boston three eleven. Three and six, eleventh. We got Cpel at two and seven, and at twelve we have Adam the Tank Blacker at one and eight. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is really not trying. And what's interesting <laughs> is, uh, did Adam add the poop symbol next to uh, his points against, or is that the sleeper add that? I think sleeper adds that. And to be honest, I didn't notice it, but I love it. <laughs> I think so. Actually, he's he has scored the least amount of points and he has been scored against the most i think that's what that symbol there is for yes 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 i believe that is true that yeah he's given up the most points so yeah looking at points too in this um i mean there are some teams that you know have a decent amount of points that are kind of lower you look at cpel he's at 10,000 or 1046 um and he's behind like my team your team, who, team. Are, who are 100 points below him. Yep, so, yep. Uh, it's definitely um, – and then even at the top, you know, feeling like Million Bucks, you know, they're up about 30 points over G-Smoke there at uh, 11, 1155. Um, and really, I mean, everybody's really close. There's just, just – uh, it's it's probably one of the tightest leagues that I've ever played in. Yeah, that's, that is insane. Um, especially those, those top three slots being separated by what – um 40 points from first place to third place all three of them right there and even fourth and fifth are only at most 130 points out 135 points and it's just all really really close up there it's gonna be an interesting stretch run for sure um and i'm imagining we're gonna have to dig into the rule book here because i'm imagining there's gonna be some angry people being uh, held out of how to held out of the playoffs uh, when there's like a five way tie for yeah no kidding no week. kidding so it'll be I mean these these next few weeks where we're almost there already as it is these next few weeks are going to be insane yeah playoffs kick off what week was week fifteen or is week fourteen the first first week of the playoffs um I believe it's week fourteen. Yeah, it's interesting this year because they added the extra um, game. Yeah, yeah. But I think most leagues are still going with the same playoff. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't push it. Yeah. yeah. Which makes that, sense. You got to wonder, you know, 
just because there's an extra league, uh, extra week rather, are the teams going to, you know, play yeah, their it's players like the rest that extra of the guys. week? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely something to consider. The other thing that's, that's um, right now, the NFL, I mean, there's really not many breakaway teams. Um, so you figure most teams are going to be playing down to the, the wire there for playoff positioning. You know, it's not like past years where we've had like, you know, the two, three top teams. The AFC, I mean, who, you know, the AFC's a complete crapshoot for the most oh, part. Yeah, absolutely. And in the, in the East, you would have thought that the Bills had it locked down from the beginning of the season, but all yeah. of a sudden, here comes the Pats. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy, uh, you know, last couple of weeks for playoffs and in the playoffs. So, um, it's going to be an exciting podcast uh, as we try and uh, kind of uh, help you understand everything that's going on and, and really break into, you know, what what uh, the moves to make are and, and what are the teams that are really pushing for things. Um, jumping into to the next thing, we wanted to kind of go over uh, the accolades that um, Sleeper does uh, each week, the report. Um so starting off, uh, best manager, which is literally just you set the best lineup based on your players only. Um, and Mike apparently set the perfect lineup this week. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one because, like, you could win this and have, like, the lowest score. Like, Oh, I've seen people win best manager and actually lose their matchup, too. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like if you don't have, but it's a good... just based off of the amount of points that your team could have possibly scored total, yeah. and uh, yeah, he he hit it right on the nose this yeah. week. It's funny because it makes me think like, uh, you know, if you have no depth, then you're 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 you gotta you're playing for this every week. You know, if like right, your right. starting lineup is like obvious every week. Yup, yup. But uh, and then uh, we do have the worst manager, which uh, what, what's his uh, nickname again? There. Oh, that would be Adam the Tank Blacker. That's right. Uh, set the worst lineup. Um, he could have had 125 points, but he only scored 93. Um, uh, seems a lot like he's just uh, you know, waiting out for that for first pick. And well, uh, we're gonna have to go over the the rules there for I, I have good word that um he he's building a dynasty so he's he's going with the slow and steady approach. That's right, you know. Now granted I don't know what the rest of us are doing in this dynasty league, but That's he is point. building a dynasty. That's a good point. And then our biggest blowout, another kind of odd one, um so Neil destroyed uh team boss and Jimmy ninety five fifty nine. And it's kind of another interesting category because probably for Neil, not one of his better weeks, um, you know, and he ends up with the biggest blow. Right. Yeah, no, that is, I didn't even think of that, but that is funny. He's definitely been scoring well over a hundred points the last few weeks and the week he gets biggest blowout. He happens to not even score a hundred points. Yeah. And then uh narrows victory, as we even mentioned earlier, uh, you know, you take down Cepel by uh, what is that? Uh, 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 four point is it four point something? I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Uh, you know, like, like I said, 4. it's 2. it's not about the margin. You know, it's it's about just getting that victory at any that's cost, right. and that's, that's what we're right. trying to do over here. That's right. Uh, our highest scorer of the week uh, was Alex, one thirty four. Uh, you know, he he. Uh, I think I had second with like one eighteen. So he, you know, he he was up there uh, fifteen points ahead of everybody. 
Yep, yep. Um, lowest scorer, uh, there was Boston. Um, that's Jimmy, 59. Rough, rough week over there. That's a rough week, but I've, I've been there, man. I feel you. It, it happens to the absolute best of us. Yeah. Uh, Rob was the overachiever, which apparently, looking at uh, what it's showing there, we're all underachievers um, because Rob won the overachiever because he achieved 1% better than his <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess Mike would probably have been the second best in that with just getting exactly his his projection. Yeah, it, you know, like I was looking at that, I was like, well, you know, overachieved by 1%. Okay, I guess you'll take it. Um, below expectations, G Smoke, he missed it by 35%. Damn, he was projected at 138. Uh, he puts up crazy numbers every week. So yeah. for him to come out with under 90, that must have come out as a bit of a shock to him because it definitely shocked me. Yeah, for sure. Um, then we got QB of the week. Uh, so Lamar Jackson scored 32 points. Um, and that is for, which is, uh, that that's for CPEL, um, which he only had 97. So that's like a third of his points um, for the week. Right, yeah, and um, I mean, definitely his strength this this season has been as quarterbacks. He also has Tom Brady, who was on by this past week. What's crazy is Jackson threw two interceptions too, so he's <laughs> really at like thirty six fantasy points without those. Yeah, yeah, I mean he it, it's the rushing yards and everything too. He, he just he puts up crazy points in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, then James Conner, um, you know, not out of nowhere, but kind of, I mean, with, with Chase Edmonds being out. Um, yeah. I mean, well, he's been a great vulture all season, but you know, you kind of had to wonder the guy was only running for at most like 20 yards a game with a couple touchdowns. So you yeah. had definitely questions. How would he fare in the, the lead back role once Edmonds went down and you know what the answer would be probably uh pretty good. Um, next we had the, uh, receiver of the week, uh, Elijah Moore, not, not a name I would have predicted, um, with, uh, 23.9. So, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, maybe you wouldn't have predicted that, but you know, that's why I drafted the guy. That's why I had him in the starting lineup. I would have predicted something like that. All right. Real quick on that. So you have Elijah Moore. Who do you want to be the Jets quarterback at this point? Uh, he he performs pretty well while Mike White's at the helm, so I'm team Mike White all the way. Yeah, I, I don't really see what they see in the rookie, but you know, well, you know, they took a second round pick, or no, the second pick overall rather on him. So they're they're pretty committed, and I think once he's healthy again, they're gonna go right back to him. But yeah. I'd it's, like to it, see a lot more Mike White personally. Well, it's just interesting to see, you know, like literally. It, every guy they've thrown in there, Mike White, and then Mike White gets hurt, and uh, was it Josh, Josh Johnson? Johnson, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he steps in three touchdowns, three hundred yards. You know, it's like they could throw anybody in that offense, and uh, but for some reason, um, God, I can't think of his name. Uh, the actual quarterback over there can't seem to do anything besides throw picks. Well, they already said that they're going to give Mike White the start this week, and give uh zach wilson an extra week of rest so you gotta wonder does he really need the extra week or are they just yeah they're just like playing with the hot not, right now. not announcing yeah. yeah you know that might so, put a little fire under him too you know yeah maybe he can only throw like two interceptions in a game rather than three 
Yeah. Uh, the next one, tight end of the week. Uh, this great week. I needed that. Kittle came back uh, off of his injury with a huge uh, six catch, hundred yards, one touchdown performance uh, for seventeen points. Um, that was big. Um, hoping to see the same. Yeah, it was nice to see that they went right back to him. You kind of thought maybe they were going to work him in slowly, it, but yeah. no, 100 yards so definitely says otherwise. Yeah. And then we had a bench warmer of the week was Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm guessing this category will normally be a quarterback that is just some random guy who threw a couple touchdowns. Um, but once is, he's looked all right, it's been a kind of interesting start um, to his career in Indy. But Yeah, I mean, he's been hit or miss. I'd say overall he's looking better than he was um, at the end of his tenure in Philly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. He, he also looked really good in Philly at one point. So Yeah, yep, yep, exactly. Um, and then uh, we had uh, Devonta Freeman uh, with 15 points for the running back bench warmer of the week there uh, for Alex's team. Um, that, that one's kind of interesting. We'll, we'll kind of go into it as we, as we look at each team's um, makeup. But uh, going into the game, we knew that Freeman was going to be the guy last week, right? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I actually, Alex offered me a trade a few weeks, a few weeks ago. Um, he offered me Devonta Freeman for Marlon Mack and, I'm really regretting not taking that trade now. He, uh, at the time, was right before the deadline, and they were talking about Marlon Mack getting traded to another team. So I opted to take my chances with him, you know, on on the new team, wherever it may have been. And now, you know, you get to this week, Devontae Freeman's the lead back in Baltimore, and Marlon Mack was a healthy scratch. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what that's what I think. Uh... A lot of this, the, the trades are, it's just tough to part, way with, part ways with running backs. And um, so I think, you know, if I ever am given any opportunities, I'm probably going to try and scoop them up. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, receiver bench warmer of the week, uh, all of my Zacchaeus for Atlanta. Uh, the guy only had three catches, but hey, 58 yards and two touchdowns for 19 points. He'll take it. Oh, and you know, uh, Calvin Ridley is gone for who knows how long, maybe forever for all we know. He's got to, he wants to get his head right and definitely got to support that. But uh, in the meantime, the ball's got to go somewhere in Atlanta and you might've found the new guy. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see with him. He had a breakout game last year when Julio, um, Julio got injured the first time last year. Uh, he had like a 10 catch game, 100 yards, something like that. So, way, know, way more, way but more. But ultimately, Julio came back and they still had Calvin Ridley. And now yeah. Julio's gone and Calvin Ridley's gone. So, again, the ball does have to yeah, go somewhere. Got to go somewhere. That's that is for sure. This one's actually an interesting one. I've been kind of looking into him a little bit more. Pat Fryermuth. Yep. Um, he's actually kind of started to get on a roll there. If you look at his last three weeks, I think he had uh, like nine points and like 13 and then 18 this week. Yeah, I've been uh, seeing the name come up. I think he's won bench warmer of the week a couple weeks in a row maybe now too. I, I definitely keep seeing the name appearing. The tight end position is just so light. So, I mean, it's like one – it's crazy, but like this is – to win a league, you have to like find that tight end that's just screaming at the time because unless you have, you know – uh, Kelsey Kittle, 
you know, or I guess Hawkinson, some people say, but yeah, yeah there's not many that are on the and, top tier. So, uh, Waller was supposed to be up there, but mm-hmm. eh, the numbers haven't really been telling that story so far this year. So, we'll see. But yeah, it's definitely, uh, running back and tight end are definitely the two positions with just the, the least amount of elite talent at the position. Yep. Yep. Um, so uh, that wraps up the accolades for the week this past week. Um, and I was going to have you jump right in on this. I know you had been uh, been keeping up a window here to, to check the status, but uh, the next big big news for the week was obviously OBJ um, passed through waivers. Nobody claimed him. His, he, they would have had to pay him like six or seven mil for the rest of the season and just nobody was going to do that. No, no. Um, so he got through, and now you know it's his his uh, his choice of teams uh, where he wants to end up. Um, so if you want to go into that and kind of go over what what you've been seeing team wise, um, the the teams seeing the most about have been uh, the Packers, the Saints, and uh, I've seen that uh, Bill Belichick specifically has said that he wants him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like I've been, I feel like the Patriots have put a lot of word out there that they want him, uh, but, but he's not, he's so seeming there. to give yeah. them the least amount of his mind. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that's going to end up being where he goes, but I mean, I, I think it could be a good fit for him. Um, yeah. I, I don't really get the saints. Like, I mean, unless you really believe in Winston right now, who is it? Trevor Simeon and, um, and then uh, Hill. Taysom Hill, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, the one thing I have heard is they they know how to use the players they have. Like obviously with Kamara, yeah, they realize you know they don't have the 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 passing game they used to. Um, so really, they're just they just put them in positions where they can throw them screen passes all day and, and you know quick checkdowns and stuff. Um, so maybe that's what he's looking at. But yep. who knows? And, what, what, um, what's your outlook on him in general? On OBJ, yeah. Like, what do you what do you think he's going to do? Because everyone's like, "Oh, what team's going to go to?" You know, like a lot of teams want him. Obviously, he hasn't had a great, you know, last couple seasons. No, I mean, I, I, his ceiling is you know sky high. Yeah. We we know what the guy's capable of, but he hasn't done it in years now, and you just don't know. Is is it all been an issue of? where he was i although he he did choose to go to cleveland and everything that but um i i if if whoever gets him i just i wouldn't go throwing too much money at him yeah i, I don't think i mean he's never won anything so yeah. to to all of a sudden think that he is the missing piece for your team i i just can't agree with that type of mindset on the guy, I don't think mm-hmm. he's that type of player. Yeah, um, I, I actually saw an inter- interesting take um, on Twitter of saying how uh, that OBJ was one of many receivers that were made to look good by Eli Manning, which was I I, I you know I, I don't consider. I mean, he's he, you know he's got his rings, but. You don't think of Eli as being the guy who like elevates other players, but they kind of listed off some guys, and I was like, "Huh, they all were only good when they, when they had Eli." You know, like 
the Victor Cruz's, the uh, yeah, Manningham's, yeah. the like, you know, those guys all kind of went other places and never were the same. Um, yeah, it was, it was just. Kind I of guess a- with maybe the exception of Victor Cruz, because he he just he got hurt and just he was just yeah. never the same again. So you know, maybe had he maybe had he gone to a different team, he he maybe he could have been even better, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that is an interesting point. I never really thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that that Eli Manning would be the type of guy to elevate guys. Because I, yeah, like you said, he has his rings. But you, you know, when you think of Eli Manning, elite never comes to mind. And yeah, that's the usually the type of quarterback that elevates another player is an elite level quarterback. So yeah, that is very interesting. And, and again, OBJ has found very little success since he stopped playing with Eli. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, uh, next up we have one, uh, we're going to go into the injuries. Um, we have one non-injury, um, piece of news that came out with Dalvin cook. Uh, I haven't seen anything definitive right now. Um, he is, I believe being sued, um, by one of his ex-girlfriends. Uh, it's kind of interesting cause I was reading, reading something uh, a little earlier. And the first thing I saw out on it was like Schefter saying that, um, that you know she had attacked him um and and um then i started to read and she had actually sued him first and had a whole her side of the story and then he came out and obviously like through espn um so it's kind of being like played out like like she attacked him but i don't know we'll we'll see there's there's nothing there hasn't been any news from the nfl um or any action taken, um, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on, obviously, with Cook being a top running back in the league. Yeah, the, the last I saw about it was that he did practice today, that he was, you know, as of now, going to play uh, this weekend. Um, and then the last – he he um, talked to reporters in, in Minnesota earlier today, and he had said that, um, I just want everybody to know that I'm not – I'm the victim in this situation. The truth will come out at a further time. Yeah, I did hear that there were. Um, so he had, he was with two other people in the house when when she got there or something. I don't know. I'm not really going to go into it because it's like a he said she said. Right. Kind of absolutely. Um, so yeah, obviously the you know they'll they'll figure it out. And knowing the NFL, they'll slap him with like a five thousand dollar fine if uh, if he did uh, do anything. So yeah, well, certainly not a suspension. It's ridiculous. Uh, I was actually reading about uh, the fines that came out this past week, and like Aaron Rodgers uh, got less of a fine um, for lying about being vaccinated than uh, what's uh, than CD Lamb got for not having his jersey tucked in. That's insane, yeah, and so- and they didn't even fine him for all the separate counts of breaking yeah. league protocol yeah. and all that. Yeah. I think I mean, he, ended, he ended up with a 15 K and CD lamb got 20 for not having his Jersey tucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, oh, if insane. you need any more proof that he's the NFL's golden boy, look no further. All right. So we have a decent list of uh, the injuries to go through here. Uh, you know, if you want to want to jump in and get us going here. Um. So we have Kyler Murray. Um, he missed week nine as a game time decision. Should be back in action this Sunday. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting uh, that one because they played fine without him. You know, obviously you want Murray in the lineup, but like it was a weird, you know, a weird game. Like they they still played fine. Oh, it looked good, and you know, did was that how you found out that Colt McCoy was still in the league? Because that's hey, how man, I found out. He is. He is. Uh, you know, he's hanging around. That's what you got to do. Is he's he's just hanging around. He's that guy getting paid. You know. One to three mil, just chill back there. I still know. to this day think it's just such a shame that he's not the greatest quarterback to ever live. Because with a name like Colt McCoy, I just always thought he should be. Oh, yeah, for sure. That jersey would sell it crazy if he was any good. But, hey, I mean, they did well. The Cardinals, I mean, they they looked the, like the real deal. Honestly, out of all the teams, um, I think that, like, you know, we talked about the AFC. There's really no team, unless you want to say the Titans, that are, like, you know, with they lost Henry and they still played well. Um, yeah, but uh, NFC wise, Cardinals is pretty much cream of the crop well, right now. I think now. we can uh, probably agree that the Super Bowl goes through the NFC this year, right? I oh mean, yeah, absolutely. The Cardinals look real good. The Rams look real good. Obviously, the yeah. Bucks look real good, and the Packers look good. Yeah, and those are, I think, all the top teams record wise in the NFL right now, too. Yep. And the next one is a, uh, is a pretty big one. Um, Russell Wilson yeah, removed, one, removed from the IR. He's coming back. Yeah. That one will be huge because my guy, Geno Smith, he is, uh, is not Russell Wilson. It's, it's no, no, one. he's certainly not. <laughs> so, uh, that, that'll be, that'll be huge. I mean, obviously, although next... hold on, let me hit you with this. Geno Smith or Zach Wilson? Oh, I'd go Geno Smith over Zach Wilson. Yeah. That's, that's the point, is, uh, all day I would go Geno Smith over Zach Wilson. Um, <laughs> and then next up we got uh, Trevor Lawrence, who um, had, a, had a scare in week nine. Um, what yeah, was he got it? an ankle stepped on. Yeah, he got he stepped on, out. right? Yeah, he came out for um, just a couple minutes, but then afterwards, obviously, with stuff like that, whenever a player comes out and comes back into the game, a lot of times you'll see afterwards that they end up being out for, you know, a certain amount of time after, adrenaline going during the game. Oh, I mean, look at Derrick Henry the week before. Derrick Henry came out Um, and ran for 60 yards. Then after the game, now he might be gone for the next 10 weeks. Yeah, so so they're saying that um, he he should be all right. I think it was – I think it was a low ankle sprain they were looking at um, and that he's listed as questionable, but he should be good to go um, there. I'm not even sure who, who the Jags backup is, to be honest with you. Um, but I think that they should be all right. Um, um, let me look that up. You look that up and I'll, I'll keep rolling. Then um, the, the next one we got is Chubb. Um, so Chubb actually tested positive. For COVID, um, so I don't know if you heard that or not. I'm but... seeing CJ Bethard. So nobody is the backup. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you did you hear the news on on Chubb? He uh, test positive for COVID. Yep, um, yep, he, yeah. He another did... one testing positive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is he is vaccinated. So all he needs to do is get two consecutive negative tests. But I, I'm pretty sure he actually has symptoms. Um, and you know, obviously if he just tested positive and it's legit that he has it, 
you know, he needs two negative tests by Sunday. So like right. in the next three days, he has to not have it in the system anymore, or at least not test positive for it. Um, and then, so if he can't go, Hunt's still on IR. Um, might, you know, another Dearness Johnson week, see what he's got. Hey, the last time he started, he did real good. So yeah, for sure. And the, the other one I didn't even list on here, but um, I, I Hunt, I haven't heard much on. They haven't really um, given much insight onto like when they expect Kareem Hunt to be back. Yeah, um, I last time I saw an update on him, it was from weeks ago. Um, yeah, there's just not been a lot of news. Um, the what I'm seeing now is the, the only update they've given is that just he won't be activated for the Week Ten matchup against the Pats. So uh, it looks like it's you know as long as uh chubb doesn't get the two consecutive tests um yeah. then it's going to be dearness johnson yeah and who else i think i'm looking at the depth chart now after that uh some guy named andy Jonovich. i don't you know uh, after dearness johnson there's, there's nobody but i mean what do you expect out of the fourth guy uh, so well you know what not for nothing but the guy in the game dearness johnson started the the other guy had um a couple rushes and yeah. don't get me wrong. He didn't have a lot of yards, but his actual yards per carry, I think he had two rushes for maybe like 12 yards. So he had six yards per carry. So yeah. it might look like they even got another guy behind him who can get the job done. Yeah. with, with hey, That's a uh, tiny sample size, but yeah, with running backs, it's, it is tough. Like if you're, you know, you see it happen all the time. These second or third guys break out just because all they need is a, a chance to get some touches. But, you know, until you get them, you really don't have. Hey, hey at the end of the day, they, they're professional running backs. They made the team. So they have, you know, theoretically what it takes to get the job done. Yep. Yep. Um, but coming up next, um, uh, Latavius Murray, um, he, what, he has an ankle injury too, right? Yeah, ankle injury um, listed as doubtful right now. Um, so it looks like uh, Devonta they, Freeman is going to yeah, be. They have the Thursday night game this week. Yeah, they. I think they already said that. Or he's listed as doubtful, but I'm pretty sure he's not. Not he's definitely. Yeah, I would even say he's definitely not playing Thursday. Another yeah. Devonte Freeman start. I lost Derrick Henry. Should have taken that trade, man. Should have taken that trade. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, James Robinson. Um, he has a heel injury. He is expected to return this week. Yeah, that'll be big. Um, that is uh, on James's team. Obviously, um, he's had a solid season. I mean, uh, besides, uh, you know, he missed last week, and I believe he got hurt during the Seattle game. Um, but other than that, the last five games before it, he was scoring over 15 points over 23 times. So that'll be huge. Um, coming back in there for James, um, Carlos Hyde back to. I kind of got to wonder, would they have destroyed the Titans if they had James Robinson last week? Hey, yeah, that was a, that was a, or not the Titans. Sorry. The bills, the bills. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, That was a weird man. That was a weird game. I, I, yeah, I mean, that thing came right down to the end. Um, and, yeah, you know, they, they just beat him out. But maybe, maybe they would have had uh, a lot more control over the game, for sure. He's definitely got to be their best offensive player. They've been running the offense 
quite literally through him the last few mm-hmm. weeks. So, um, and up next we got uh, Chase Edmonds, another high ankle sprain. Um, just lots of lots of ankle injuries these past few and, weeks. Uh, um, yeah, he, he's also doubtful. Um, he didn't practice today. Um, looks like he's not gonna he's not gonna play week ten. Um, and is likely to miss multiple weeks. Yeah, I mean they're saying four to six weeks, so he's he's not. Yeah, he's not I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him make a trip to the IR. For sure. Um, and uh, obviously that means it's uh, James Conner time, baby. Hey, you know we saw him earlier yeah. in the, uh, the running backs of the week there, but um, uh, that's Alex's team. Uh, he's uh, looking looking at the season. Um, he started to to really, uh, you know, obviously with the injury, but even the last couple of weeks, um, he started to like get a couple more carries. Um, and uh, last week, he even had uh, he was getting catches, so so he hasn't really had um, the targets. Um, but so I think the two games prior to last week, he had no catches um, and no targets. Last week he had five catches on five targets for 77 yards receiving on top of his 96 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So, um, and he, and one of the, uh, one of the catches was also a touchdown. So, I mean, he, he's the only guy there now. So, and he's, you know, showing them that, that he can, uh, I mean, we knew he, we knew he could handle the load uh, from his time in Tennessee. Um, so we'll see once Edmonds. Uh, comes Pittsburgh. Back. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Once, uh, once Edmonds comes back, we'll see, you know, what they kind of do if it turns back to more of a split or, or what's going to happen. I, I expect it to, I mean, maybe, maybe a m- bit more of an even split and they'll give him yeah. some, you know, not just the, the change of uh, pace roles and, and, and the, the goal line roles, but um, it's not like Edmonds had been having a bad year by any means. So I, I, I don't see them just completely going away from him once he comes back. Yeah, the one thing too is interesting is he does come back in like four weeks, which is right around playoff time. So uh, Connor is on uh, Alex's team, so you know that'll be that'll be a rough, rough, uh, rough take if Edmonds comes back and really eats into his time. Right, right, right. For sure. Yeah, there could be big implications there for him. Yeah, that would suck. Um, up next we got uh, Ezekiel Elliott. He um, what he he's got a knee injury, um, banged up his knee last week. Um, yeah, he he had a rough week. He came in and out of that game uh, a couple times, um, and I mean with Pollard there, it's it's um, I don't know. It's kind of been like that all season. Zeke had a couple good games in the middle of the year, and, and I mean really two through six he played great. In the last two weeks, he's gotten nine point three and eleven points last week. Um, but yeah, I mean, any time that he gets, you know, gets beat up at all, they, they can easily switch to Pollard. So, um, kind of, kind of worth tracking. He's listed as questionable. Um, yeah, I do think overall though, that Zeke is having a pretty like almost sneaky good year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think after the first week when he didn't do anything, a lot of people panicked. Um, a lot of Zeke owners were like, because week one, he only had four points. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people panicked right off the bat. And then he went to have 16, 25, 20, 24. So um, he definitely turned it around real quick. Obviously, you know, having Dak back is huge. Um, and, you know, even 
you know, Dak did miss one or two games in the past week, um, past couple weeks. So that could have affected him as well. You know, anything without having Dak on the team is going to. Yeah. And last season definitely showed that Dak, Dak is needed for that team to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, And then we're rolling on to Chris Carson. Um, So I, so originally this morning he had been designated for IR, but it looks like now he has. Um, so he is going to be back at practice. Um, so we'll see if he ends up uh, he ends up actually getting a chance to play this week. Originally, it was looking like that wasn't going to be the case, um, but uh, we'll see. And obviously, that's going to affect Rashad Penny or Alex Collins. Um, so, but Car- Pete Carroll said that he's no longer dealing with discomfort. Uh, still needs to be evaluated throughout the week. Um, before he's cleared for Sunday's game. So they're, they're actually hoping he's going to be back um, this week, but obviously we'll see. But that that is kind of huge because Seattle's running backs, I think, in general um, are usually, you know, one, as soon as Carson was out, people were picking up Collins and Penny. And, um, you know, there's definitely probably a couple couple people in the league who are using them as low-end flexes, um, and this is going to affect them. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's no doubt that, when Carson is healthy, he's the lead guy, but he just goes out so often. I know, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, then we can move on to some receivers. We got uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who missed last week. That was a game-time decision, and he's remaining day-to-day uh, going into this week now. Yeah, um, so it he didn't practice on Wednesday. Um he didn't. So obviously, he he didn't practice today. Um, but it was a game time decision last week. So you're, you're going to assume it's a hamstring. So yeah, you really don't want to mess around with those. It's, yeah, those are you know those off. always such like a um, finicky injury. You, you one one day the guy's practicing, the next day you, they're telling you he's out for the week. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm guessing they're probably just kind of resting him this week. If they were right on the edge of starting him last week. They probably just figured, you know, it's it's DeAndre Hopkins. He doesn't really need to be at practice. I'm like, just give the guy a couple days off, get his leg working right, and he'll be good to go on Sunday. Practice. Practice. Talking about practice. Talking about practice. Uh, Up next, we got Chase Claypool. He came out of the game um, last week at the end of the game with a toe injury. Yeah. um, He has been disappointing uh, for sure in general. And then on top of that, um yeah you're I, telling I came me out, came out at the end of last week apparently i didn't even notice that i watched most of that game um but uh oh actually um so the two hours ago was a new report out um he's now considered week to week after his toe injury was okay so it was it was initially feared to be potentially season ending i didn't realize that but now he's considered week to week so i guess he must have gotten some negative tests back um he didn't practice on Wednesday. Looks like he's probably not going to play this week. Um, Being the owner of him, I feel like I should be the one coming with, up with this information right now, but he's been such a disappointment that I don't even read his blurbs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and with him out, I would, you know, it's like, okay, they also got James Washington there, Ray Ray McLeod, but they just don't throw the ball enough. If you're not Deontay Johnson, then there's real, I wouldn't at this point, cause I own Claypool in another league too. And like, I've already lost trust in Claypool, you know, for the past, over the past couple of weeks. So. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I, I would like to have been 
be playing one of my rookie receivers that were doing well, but all my rookie receivers that were doing well are now done for the year. Yeah. Uh, so, so next up we got Antonio Brown. Um, so he's listed as questionable. Um, he's no longer wearing a boot now, apparently. Um, he was on Monday, but apparently it's off. Um, I read that it was off, but that he wasn't practicing still. Yeah. Yeah. It says, uh, status still uncertain, but if he can log a lunar practice by Friday, he could possibly play. So it sounds like they're. He still might start this There's week. hope. Um, There's hope. And obviously, I mean, with Gronk being out, um, they uh, they want to get Brown back because, you know, Brady loves him for some reason. Um, but, hey, I mean, with, with him on the field, he, you know, I was reading he get he's like on the field 30% less than Godwin and Evans, and he gets like almost double the targets when he's on the field. Yeah, and I mean, he, he's just someone you always got to look out for. He, he makes the other guys probably better with his presence there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, absolutely. I totally agree with that. I mean, when you have Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown on the field, not much you can do to cover that. I mean, obviously, it's it's still hard to cover just the two of them, but when you add that third elite receiver – there's not much you can do. No, there's there really isn't, and they're they're like I said, their their offense definitely is firing on all cylinders when he is healthy. Yep, absolutely. And then moving on to the one we we're just discussing, Gronkowski. Gronkowski, um, yep. He uh, is. It's still not looking good. Um, so he missed practice today. Um, so now it's it's kind of um, it's it's. I think so. Originally, it was ribs. Um, is was the big injury, obviously, when he took that huge hit. Yeah, well, and then he had back he fractured spasms. his ribs. Yeah, and then he had the back spasms, which he's had his whole career. Um, you know, go, coming out of college, in college, he had uh, a couple back surgeries. Um, that's kind of why the Patriots were able to get him where they did, just because teams just didn't. You know, he had he had gone through so many back surgeries already in college. They were worried about his ability to stay on the field, which obviously has been a thing, but um, yeah. So now he's dealing with back injuries. Uh, he's usually rested on one day, Wednesdays, no matter what. So like him not playing today, isn't the weirdest thing. Um, so really we'll see, you know, if he ends up getting in there Thursday or Friday Um Otherwise, Cameron Brate, O.J. Howard. Um, I actually did hear that they had brought in another tight end, um, uh, like, just to, to try – oh, Fells. Yeah, they signed Darren Fells, that name, if you haven't heard that in a while. Um, so, they're, they're definitely – they brought in another guy, so they're obviously a little concerned. Um, yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm hoping to see the guy back. I love the guy, so I want to see him back in action soon, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. All right, now for the least, uh, the I'd say our least expertise um, is our next segment. Yeah, I'm gonna let you just handle this <laughs> one because I got I got nothing here. This one's gonna be quick because uh, so so what we also wanted to add in just since this is a dynasty league and we will be, um, you know, drafting rookies next season. Um, so we wanted to have a little touch on college football every week. You know, maybe go over some players that 
at the games. Um, so week one, I'm just going to list the top five Heisman candidates right now. Um, we'll get into it. We'll try and, you know, go into some more topics and different statistics. It's, it's uh, at least so, you know, we can all at least start getting these guys' names in our heads. And yeah, for sure. Know when it comes time for the rookie draft, we at least have an idea of just any idea about these guys. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm not I'm not a college person and I have no idea who any of these five players are. Which Never heard of them. But, um, <laughs> and I'm sure there's going to be someone in this league who likes college football. And I'm sure when uh, it comes draft time, they are going to love it. Cause actually, you know what, if there's someone in this league who likes college football, you can be a guest on our show every week and do the college football segment. Absolutely. Or at least just, you know, send yeah, us a send message. Audio clip. Yeah, some info. Yeah. It's just something yeah. about it. So we don't sound like complete idiots here so so anyway uh we have our our top uh heisman candidates uh qb uh bryce young obviously out of alabama um that if i know anything about college football uh, that it would make sense for an alabama quarterback to be the top heisman candidate right now um if you bet a hundred dollars you can win 180 dollars he's a plus 180 on the betting line here um then we have uh a running back out of Michigan State, Kenneth Walker. Uh, that's what I'll probably be just looking at running backs. I'm just going to get all the running backs I can. Um, then we get QB, a QB, CJ Stroud, Ohio State. Absolutely. Um, that guy. That guy. That's right. That's right. Um, a QB, Matt Corral. Yeah. So Maybe Coral. Coral, you know. Uh, and, and he's out of Old Miss. And then we got QB Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams out of Oklahoma. Um, so so that's that's probably the worst segment. That's probably the worst segment of the show. But uh, we'll uh, quickly move on from that. And, uh, yeah, if, if we have any college guys, please, please, please reach out to me or Matt uh, and drop us any of your hot takes because um, we would love to feature them uh, on the, on this segment going forward. All right, now to the fun stuff. Um, we are going to be doing some some over unders, um, and basically, uh, me and Matt both decided on three players um, to pick for an over under. Um, we picked a, a stat or a fantasy point value. Um, we don't know each other's players. Um, so basically, we're going to go through. Uh, what do you think, Matt? Should we go back and forth, or you, yeah, let's you, do that. Yeah, okay, let's do sounds, that. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so we'll go through, name each player, uh, give some details on you know how they've been doing, and then give a value of uh, you know what we'll pick over or under for. Um, so if do you want to, you want to go first. You got somebody in line there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go first. Um, so first up, I got Elijah Mitchell. Um, last week, uh, he had eight carries for 36 yards. Uh, then he was five for five receiving with 43 yards and that was versus Arizona. And that was about, you know, a 10 point game for him and everything. (laughs) Um, I think, let me look it up. The prior week was a better game. Yeah. The the two weeks before that were, were much better games. He, um, he had he had 107 yards rushing uh, in week seven against Indy, 
um, and 137 yards rushing in week eight against Chicago. Um, so I'm just going, you know, he, the weeks, few weeks before that, he had seven points and he was hurt. He had a big week one, but he's had some pretty good weeks. So I'm just going over under 10 fantasy points. Over under 10 fantasy points. Okay. And since uh, it's your player, I'll, I'll give my, my, uh, my pick on this one. So, yeah, I say he's the guy. They, they, uh, he's their, their first round pick, right? No, he was, I believe, their sixth round pick. Um, going into the season, they had in the second round, I believe, they drafted Trey Sermon. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah and okay. and going into the year, they were saying that he was like the one A to uh, Raheem Mostert. Huh. And then come week one, he's a healthy scratch. And Elijah Mitchell, after Mostert got hurt in week one, Elijah Mitchell runs for 100 yards in week one. And Trey Sermon, who, like I said, was supposed to be the guy, hasn't been even heard from since. Hmm. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. So probably being fairly um, – no, you know what? Let's 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 change the over under to we'll go thirteen points. Thirteen. I'm gonna go under. You're going go under thirteen. I'm going under. Um. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Rams or, or you know they're. they're oh, I didn't say home. that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and they yeah, they're playing um, at home versus the Rams. What I'm excited to see uh, is um, uh, the Rams just traded for uh, um, that defensive end. I can't think of the uh, name. Von Miller. Von Miller. So, so he should be playing uh, his first week with the Rams. No, he played. He did play last week with them. Did he play? Oh, yeah. I thought that they had held him off because it was uh, so late in the week. Or maybe they ended up not playing, but I thought I saw that he did oh, play. True, but either way, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under um, with 13. All right. Well, ultimately, I really just wanted to hear your. I know we we had <laughs> mostly decided that we weren't going to do guys that we owned, but I really wanted to hear your opinion on this one. <laughs> so I put him on my list this week. But um, him being my guy, I'm I'm gonna just go and have confidence. There you go. And, and say I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the over thirteen. Go for it. Even though it's against the Rams and they have a crazy defense. I'm, I I'm mean, looking at his it. stats recently, yeah, you, you think that um, – and, I mean, he finally – he started to get – what's nice is you kind of know he'll be on the field because last week he started started to get the catches as well. But with, with Kittle back, they have Kittle and Debo Samuel now too, so that's another reason why I do worry about – you know, are they even because they only gave him eight carries? Yeah, but at the same time, so I mean, they having those go receivers from back, a bit more? having those receivers back makes uh, defenses not be able to crowd the box. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's really. So, a, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the over on them. Sounds good. All right, so I am also going to throw out my running back first uh, since we're already on the topic. Um, so I have decided to go with. Michael Carter. Michael so, Carter. Michael Carter, uh, running back for the Jets, um, has had an interesting past couple of weeks. Um, 
Uh, week five, you got 13.3. Week seven, 12.4. Week eight had a huge 27 points. Uh, and then last week had uh, nine points. Um, so he's averaging like 10 to 15 carries a week. Um, also, has uh, really started to become a receiver threat until last week, a little bit less. Um, he had nine targets week seven, 14 targets week eight. Um, so... So on this one, um, what what I wanted to go with is who was the um, starting quarterback in those games. So uh, last week, obviously, was White for like a quarter, and then Josh yeah. Johnson for the rest of it. Uh, the week before that was the uh, White week. So week eight was um, okay. So White. it was White targeting him. That okay. was his, yeah, that was this huge game, um, which is interesting too because. Uh, well, did White come in on week seven? Because he did also get a lot of targets. Week seven, uh, against week the Pats. seven was against the Pats. White did come in. That was the one that Zach yeah. Wilson was at because I yeah. was at that game. Yeah. So um, so for this one, um, let's go with uh, over under 12 points. Did you say who it was against? Uh, so, yeah. Oh, it's against Buffalo. And uh, it it is uh, in New York. You so know not... what? I last week I definitely would have said under, but the Bills lost to Jacksonville, and the Jets are going to have that Mike White magic back again this week. I'm, oh I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to take the over. All right. Um. I let's see. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna take the over on him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, it's interesting because I mean, he's 22, so he's a rookie. Um, he's not what I think they thought was gonna be the guy. Um, they also have uh, like Lamica there. Um, Ty Johnson was kind of in the mix a little bit, um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of. Possibly well, you're, you're missing out on their best running back, which is Tevin Coleman. I can't believe that you missed yeah. out on him. That's unbelievable. There, he's kind of like turning into a decent, um, possibly like a decent RB two. I mean, if he keeps getting the, I mean, it all depends too on when um, Zach Wilson comes back and starts just throwing the ball away every play. But uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson will get no love on the show. Let's just be clear about that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> whoever the Zach Wilson owner is. Um, yeah, but let's be real. Is the Zach Wilson owner giving Zach Wilson any love? That's true. Um, that That is very true. Yeah, I think they would that? definitely support our cause here. Who is it? Neil. Neil? Sorry. Yeah, Neil. yeah. one of Neil's 13 uh, quarterbacks, Zach Wilson. Hey, you know what? I support team lots of quarterbacks because i got him too i don't think this one has a nickname though this should be like his nickname should be like i don't even know throws the ball throws the ball the other team i don't know i I believe his nickname is not super bowl winning because neil does have um ex super bowl mvp joe flacco Um. on his team they don't show it on uh, when you're looking at oh, players on, specifically. On version. Yeah, yeah. Well, they show it on the uh, the list of your team, but I guess when you're looking up players specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 
All right. So um, uh, I don't even know how we got on that topic. Oh, or Michael Carter. Uh, <laughs> uh, who, who do you got? Uh, who's your Who's your next uh, for the over under? Uh, up next, I got Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith from uh, Eagles receiver. Um, right. he's been interesting this year. He um he had a big week last week. Um, he. Caught five. He was targeted six times. Caught five of them for 116 yards. Yeah, he looked. He looked real good. Um, yeah, and coming off of a real bad week too. So you know, that's and, 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 a, and a touchdown, um, and, and a receiving touchdown as well with that. Um, and 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 looking back at his numbers, yeah, last week horrible week. Um, just not no targets last week. Yeah, or the he week before, only got targeted three times exactly. and and only caught one of them for fifteen yards, and that's all she wrote for him. And mm-hmm. in the couple weeks before that, uh, not insanely better. Five for nine with sixty-one yards, uh, two for four for thirty-one yards. Then he did have a couple good weeks in there, and so I'm going over under. I believe what I have over under 80 yards receiving over under 80 yards. receiving. Can you think he can maybe carry out that momentum for a second week in a row? He hasn't looked like he's been able to do it so far. Granted that that's another guy with, you know, not the best quarterback having Jalen hurts. You know what? I'm going to go the over. I feel like, Right off the bat, I was thinking, ah, uh, you know, go the under. It's probably the safer bet. But no, he's going to have another 120 yard game. Um, yeah, it is in Denver. It is in Denver. Um, and Denver did just shut down um, the Cowboys. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, that which is for me. I'm going to have to take the under on him. And it's really nothing to do with him or Denver. It's just mostly I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. Yeah, he's not. And I think uh, Devonta Smith's probably a really good receiver, but uh, having him as his quarterback, he's just not going to get the targets that he should. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see it, but, you know, I'm, I'm having a feeling. He's going to have a huge day. All right. Um, so um, next up, I am going to go with Mike Gisecki. So um, he's kind of uh, so tight end for Miami um, has been kind of. I, I'd say he's having a, a good season. Um, you know, he's had a couple games where he's scoring in the range of like 13 to 20 points, um, which for a tight end, I mean, there's just so few tight ends. Um, so, so he's had actually um, week three, 13, week four, 14, week six, 15, week seven, 18. Uh, the last two weeks, he's only had 8.3 and 7.4. Um and so, so for this one, I'm going to go actually with the yards um, over under for yards. So, and just to list off the last, um, the last four weeks, he, four weeks ago, he had 115. Then he had 85. 
and then 48, and then 54. My over-under is going to be 65 yards. 65 yards, and they're playing... Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, Which is like Baltimore is like... It's so, like, whenever you hear Baltimore, you just think good defense, but, like, are they? Are they still? I mean... They're not bad, but yeah, they're not they're not what they once were for sure. Um I'm sorry, what 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 was it? How many yards again? Sixty five yards. Sixty five. Um is Tua playing? Or are we doing is another Brissette game, do you know? Um backward uh Brissette looks like he's still gonna be playing. Okay. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over. Going over. I mean, Brissett. You know, he comes from hey. originally New England, which is a you know. Brissett's probably probably one of the best the backups end. in the league. Oh, absolutely. So nice. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go over because that, that's definitely the the type of Alexis. Stop. Alexis talking. She thought it was <laughs> I was wondering who that was. Uh, I was just just reiterating that. Yeah, I mean, coming from originally New England, he's you know it's bred into him to have his his safety valve as the tight end and everything. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go over. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna go at him. Even though, granted, last week he didn't go over, but I got a feeling. Hey, he was mighty close last week. He, he was. He was, uh, and he got eight targets, which is yeah. looks like I guess it's not the most, but it's it's among. The most targets bad. he's got during the year, and so obviously, uh, Brissett, you know, wants to go to him. I will also go over on this one. I think that uh, he'll he'll continue to get it going. I think the last two weeks have kind of been like two of his uh, not not as good weeks on the season. Um, so I'm going to go over. Um, you know, I think maybe he has one of these 85. Uh, yard days, uh, Baltimore, you know, it, with the Baltimore offense, I mean, they've been in a lot of close, close games that are high scoring. Um, so I could totally see that happening again. I feel like Baltimore is in overtime all the time. Um, and, you know, in my other league, I have some Baltimore players, so I'm never upset about that. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's why I'll go the over as well. Um, what do you got next? What do you got for me next? Next up, I got um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Let me cross him off my list. And I'm just going to go straight into the over-under because any talking points I have on him just directly have to do with that. So we're going over-under 250 passing yards. And... Uh, in week six, he threw for almost 400. And the last two weeks now, he has not eclipsed 200. Yeah. Yeah, the last two weeks have been like, so he had the huge play last week to uh, Jefferson. He caused like a 50-yard touchdown like right off the bat in that game. And then like did nothing for the rest of the game. Like that was a weird... He he literally almost started the game with that 50, 50 plus yard touchdown. Yeah. Um, yep. 
So, you know, he ended up throwing for, you know, two thirds of that for the rest of the game. Right. Right. Um, he hasn't been getting, um, I don't really know. Thielen hasn't played well recently. Um, he hasn't been getting the ball as much. Um, so I think that's because Alex included him in his team name. That could be it. That could, yeah. That could, that could, I think that's that directly be. related. But, uh, I mean, so 250 yards. All right. Let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over. I'm going to say it's against the Chargers. Uh, it's, it turns into a shootout, and I'm going to go over. That's what, that's what I'm going with. Um, I, I think I'm gonna take the under and again, for most of the reasons you just listed that, you know, Thielen hasn't been playing well. Um, he just hasn't, he's, he's just looked very average in general the last couple weeks. You just don't believe in the, the Kirk Cousins magic right now. I I'm like one of his biggest fans, and I'm just not feeling it right now. He doesn't feel like my normal Kirky, you know. Hey, what what did, what did he say after that game? Like how, how you like how you like me now? You like, right? that. You like or, that? You like that? You like That's that? Right. That's right. I mean, hey. at, at that moment, I knew it was love. <laughs> and All right, just not Jump. feeling it. Well, you know, I think it'll be a shootout, so I'm going over. We'll see. Um, so wrapping up then. Um, last one. Last one. I got to pick a good one. I got way too much time on my hands, so I got a couple names here. Um, you got a quarterback? A quarterback? No, you just went over my quarterback. Oh, okay. Uh, I was hoping the second one. I do have a couple running backs here. Let's go with um, one that I think maybe some people expected a little more out of, Miles Gaskin. Oh, good one. Um, so let's go with, uh, so Gaskin has, I mean, he's had an interesting season. It's kind of up and down. He's on the, uh, he's on the track of, um, what's that running back out of Washington? He's on the even odd weeks right now. You, you know, every other week he scores a decent amount of points. Oh, what's that McKissick? McKissick. Yeah. McKissick is the even odd master. Um, Gaskins had, uh, let's see, week six, 2.4, week seven, 15.7, week eight, seven points, week nine, 12 points. Um, you know, he has started the last three weeks. Uh, he started to get a lot more carries. So 15 carries, 12 carries, and 20 carries the last three weeks. Um, and then he's also, he's been stable with his targets and receptions, um, not a lot of touchdowns there, um, which obviously is just you know they're they're uh, with their backup. Tua wasn't doing that much better, um, but uh, so so this one's going to be a lower lower over under. We're going to go with uh, nine fantasy points against Baltimore. They are home. It is in, it is in Miami. Uh, I'm just I'm gonna go under. Oh man, I thought that given that lower number that uh No, I just I I he's just hasn't been good. And oh, I know yeah. he's kinda got the, the over under thing going, but no, I'm going under. All right. I will go um I'll go over. 
I'm going to say he's going to, um, you know, have, have a better day. Um, he's been getting the carries. Um, I think he's bound to, if he keeps up with the, um, the amount of touches he's getting, he's eventually going to break, you know, break one or two. Uh, the last two games he's had really low yards per carry. Um, so I kind of don't expect that to continue. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, so one other thing, um, to keep in mind is we, we need to put all of our, our numbers down, um, 250 yards for cousins. Um, all right. Well, that's that. Yeah. We'll, uh, now on, on who, who does better in our over unders. Yeah. We'll keep track of that and, uh, list it out each week. Um, if anybody else wants to play, um, feel free to send your picks for those over um, to me and Matt as well, and we'll keep track of them too if anybody else wants to join in um, on the fun. Uh, now we will get into our last segment, which will be a review of this week's upcoming matchups, um, and we will uh, pick who we think is going to win. Um, kind of go over some, you know, what, what we think the factors are really going to be in, in the matchups. Um, so, yeah, well, let's uh, jump right into it. Um, first matchup I have listed here is uh, myself versus Team Tython. Um, so projection-wise, um, right now it's uh, saying that I'm projected to win by two points, 118 to 116. Um so this week I have Wilson coming back. Last week I actually had um, Matt Ryan drop like 28 points. So I don't really know if I should kind of like keep the hot hand. Taylor's been huge for me. Stafford, who is on Team Tython, um, didn't have a great game last week. Um, we'll see if he bounces back. Um Obviously, Patterson's been filthy. Yeah, he's um, been killing it. As much as it kills me to say, he's been great. Yeah, McLaurin's been McLaurin um, for him. So, um, yeah, Jacoby Myers has actually turned into a decent little little option there. Um, I'm not totally sure, like, what he ends up getting, but just watching Patriots games, like, seems to be always in the area. Um, yeah, I mean, just nice to see him get in the end zone finally. I know it's insane. That's the craziest thing that, that he hasn't scored a touchdown. He's now the leader in games and yards um, without scoring a touchdown. Um, so uh, I, based on the depth, I think I'm going to go with myself. Um, surprise, surprise. But uh, Matt, what do you got? What's your take on this one, matchup? Well, even though you spoke of potentially benching him i'm choosing you because russ is back yeah russ is back he's gonna be cooking i'm he a big is. dk fan and i think uh i think it's gonna be good i think they're gonna really appreciate having each other back yeah i think um i mean it could get definitely go either way um Tight end. I mean, if Schultz has a day, um, you know, I think he needs like Sutton to, to play well. Um, obviously, he has. Well, Smith. that's a big thing is since Jerry Judy's been back, Sutton's been getting a lot less targets. Yeah. Um, 
And then all he does he, have Devonte Smith, who you just picked to have a pretty good week. Yeah. So you know, um, it's going to be. I think this will be one of the closer matchups of the week. Um, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I can see this right. coming down to the wire. All right. Um, jumping into the next matchup, we get the three point stancers, Rob versus Team Iglesias, Mike. Um, this one also projected to be close. Um, we got 126 uh, to 124. So they're projecting Rob to win by like even less than two points. Um, also, too, on one other point, I forgot to mention the past matchup. So I'm five and four, and Team Tython is six and three. So you know, just to kind of keep in mind the standings as we go through these. Yeah, uh, right, that's a big uh, matchup right there. For sure. And then this one, Rob's six are. and three, and, and Mike is four and five. So, you know, we're, we're having a lot of these teams play each other, so it could be getting even closer. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to just take a take a first look over this match and give your thoughts. Um, And you got – uh, Rob's got Justin Herbert at quarterback, which obviously, you know, that's potentially huge. He's, I think he's had the biggest, um, single point week for quarterbacks having, um, over 40 in a single week. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's and definitely I mean, his, his key player right there. Um, and then you, he's, you know, he's also got Najee Harris who has just been amazing in his rookie year. Yeah, and the other thing too is just looking on the other side of that. Yeah, Mike, Mike has Chubb in there. Chubb, and yeah, and uh, as all reports as of now are saying that you know he's not playing, but um, yeah, he needs to get lucky and get get two negative tests before Sunday. Yeah, is, yeah. I mean, if if Chubb does play, this this game's a lot closer. Who do you take running backs uh, over? Like, who, if Chubb plays. Who do you think's got the better running back? So we have got Singletary and Harris for Rob, and we got Carter and Chubb for Mike. Um, well, Rob also does have um, oh Fournette, Fournette too. Um, Mike also has Brandon Bolden and Adrian Peterson, but um, it's pretty close. But I'd I'd probably. Hmm. I think I'd have to go Rob. Um, yeah, the, the thing Fournette's, is that... Fournette's been real good this year. He's had a really yeah. good bounce back year. And as I said, Najee's been great. And um, I, Michael Carter definitely has had his moments, as we said, but not as consistent as uh, like Fournette. And I, I think yeah. Chubb's probably the best overall back between the yeah. two teams. But, Harris is giving him a run for his money, but yeah, Chubb this year has played filthy. Yeah, I mean, I think next year we'll be saying Najee's just the better running back with absolute ease. And, you know, yeah. keep in mind it's his rookie year. And then uh, you know, we got the the big the big receiver matchup, you know, Metcalf back with, with Wilson. Obviously, that's yep, a huge, yep. huge bonus. Um and then actually the tight end matchup in this one's pretty good. Hawkinson and Pitts. And Kyle Pitts, yeah, yeah. I do like that. So this this I think this one I think it'll still be close. Um, but I'm gonna go Rob and I think that um I think that he's gonna win by like ten to fifteen. Like I don't think it's gonna be right down to the wire. 
Um, if if Chubb plays, I do think it would go down to the wire, but I'm going to make my guess in a world where Chubb is most likely not playing. I'm also going to go Rob. That's good. All right. Um, next up, we got Team Adam Blacker versus uh, Team Cpel, which uh, we obviously won't spend much time on this, uh, as we all know Adam is trying to lose. Um, he has uh, Teddy Bridgewater in for quarterback. Uh, he uh, running back. There's not much there for Adam. Um, obviously, Cpel is is got. Lamar Jackson, then he's got Zeke and, and Jones. Um, I don't think this one's going to be close. The projection's 115 to 100, but I think that's really... Uh, I think that's being pretty that's generous. Being nice. I, I think Lamar Jackson is going to outscore Adam's entire team. Yeah. Um, really, looking at Adam's team... I mean, man, he, your team must really suck if that's the if you lost to him. I got to tell you, that's crazy. Whoever that one loss or the one win he has, man, your team sucks. Yeah, for sure. Awful. Awful. It was me. <laughs> I mean, Adam, you know, Adam's got AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. I- I'm sure he's got some injuries. Um, uh, he's got Kareem Hunt um, on IR. Yeah, yeah. I know that much. No, he's got a good team in, in the future for sure. I can see why he's tanking and trying to get a better player to support the rest of the guys he's got. All right, we'll have to have Adam on next week so he can defend himself. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm guessing uh, you, you will be taking CPEL as well. Yeah, I'll be taking CPEL. Yeah, so uh, let's get, let's get those. Nah, you know what? Give me Adam. No, no, no. Next up, we got your matchup uh, against Jimmy, Team Boston. Um, so, you know, quarterbacks, I'd say they're pretty let me tell you though let me yeah the raiders always play good against the chiefs that 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 projection is not accurate. but the problem with that is they play good against the chiefs when the chiefs are playing well and it's like a shootout yeah maybe now now that the chiefs are bad the the roles will be reversed yeah so so i mean i'd say quarterback's pretty even um i think he's got you a running back i mean swift and cook he's probably got most people at running back Um, yeah i lost derrick henry for probably the year so yeah Yeah, everyone's got me a running back Um, and then obviously, so I think that depth wise, uh, I would take you for receiver. I mean, that's the, the, um, oh, and actually, so the projection here isn't very good because you have two people on by in your starting lineup. So, yeah, yeah. About that depth. I don't got much left. There's a reason I haven't replaced those guys. You just got to hope that Waller has a game. um, Which he he actually had played pretty well last week. So hopefully, you know, since uh, certain people are no longer going to be getting passes anymore for, uh, you know, his, his role can increase a bit more again. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to go crazy Jimmy on this one though. Damn, that's fucked up. That's my boy. I miss you, Jimmy. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and take myself because, like, just watch what happens when I get those two replacements that I don't really have in those slots. 
True. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough with like his running backs are just they're good. And well, he's got Evans and Hopkins. Let's back. Also, not forget though that as of now, he you know everything's fine and he's playing, but Dalvin Cook might not be playing. Yeah, but I, I I feel like the NFL would have done. I don't know. You never know what they're. You gonna never do know in the NFL. NFL. So yeah. All right. Um. So sorry. What was your pick on that one? Me. You're picking yourself. There you go. I did the same thing. All right. So moving on. Um. We got Alex versus James. Uh. Feeling like a million bucks versus the fantasy team. This is um, another big matchup. Yeah, another big one um, again. So James hasn't really set his lineup yet. Most of um, his starters are on by. Um, so please, everyone going forward, try to at least piece your lineup together by Wednesday. Um, Just, you know, if you want this to make a little more sense. When we're talking about you, have it sound better. You know, uh, so, you know, your benefit, not ours. Obviously, um, you think Kirk Cousins isn't going to have it this week? Um, do you think Mahomes has a bounce back game? What, what do you think? I see. Uh, it's really a crapshoot at quarterback in this one because again, uh, the Raiders always play well against the Chiefs. Granted, yeah. like you said, that's usually when the Chiefs have been playing well. But maybe they'll bring uh, Mahomes uh, out of his shell of whatever's going on with him. I... Maybe the Raiders will start scoring some points, and he'll start throwing the ball down field to hill and they'll be off and running i i mean i obviously can see that happening it's insane that we have to even question whether or not that's going to happen um but yeah it's kind of hard to gauge too much i mean seeing that james doesn't have joe mixon this week um who else is he missing? Um, no Brandon Cooks, no Uzoma. Uh, it's going to be pretty hard to pick him. Um, Alex looks like he's got basically everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, running backs wise, he's insane. Like, and speaking of, that. speaking of Mahomes passing to Tyreek Hill, yeah, as Tyreek Hill. So if 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 Mahomes is having a great week and that's his guy, well, Alex is gonna win that battle. So I'm, you know, based off what we got for information here, I'm I'm gonna go with Alex. Alex is so deep at running back. I mean, he's got Henderson, Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Gaskin, Gaskin, Connor now. Yep. You know, that's he's he's going to be tough to beat uh, down the stretch there. Yeah, moving forward, I he did like he, he's moved into first place this week and leading in points and everything. Yeah, he's going to be tough to contend with. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going going with Alex in this one. Although James, I'd like to see you pull the upset off. Let's do this. All right. Um, Let's see here. Even with buys, I don't think I've ever seen Sleeper only give someone a 1% chance at winning before the game started. Yeah, that, that is, is insane. Crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got with mixing out, you know, obviously mixing. Oh, he's got tough, tough buys this week. Yeah, Mooney, this, this is almost a scheduled loss, but I'd, I'd really like there. to see him. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I want to sure. see the upset. Um, okay, so our last matchup we're going over 
is uh, do it for Dale Neil versus Team G Smoke. And yet another huge matchup. Yep, another big one. Two six and three teams, um, which means I mean we're probably going to have another enormous tie for first and second place. It actually end up might end up being more teams tied for first and second than are this week, which is insane. Um, but we uh, we have. Neil projected to win 128 to 120. Um, looking through the lineups real quick, it looks like they all have all of their players in. Um, so that's a pretty accurate projection. Um, obviously, Neil needs a bounce back game from Prescott. Um, I don't know what what was going on last week with the Cowboys, um, but. For Neil to, to win this one, he's going to need Prescott to be, um, you know, back to who he is. Obviously, he's been hurt, so I'm guessing it was just kind of a you know, rust coming off the injury. Um, the other big one for Neil is McCaffrey. I mean, you know, how are they going to use him? Um, he's not – I don't think he's going to be the guy who gets 30 touches a game um, like he used to be because he just keeps getting injured. Um and then, obviously, with uh, Team G-Smoke, actually, he does have to make a change because he's got Edmund still in his lineup. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. Um, but, obviously, you know, he's got Cooper Cup. It, it, this is this is one of the better matchups of the week. Just looking down the, the list there, you know, you got McCaffrey versus Kamara. You got um, Cup and Lamb. You got Brown versus Hardman. Um Debo versus Mike, Mike Williams. Williams, Jaseki versus, versus Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a, pound this for pound, this is a crazy matchup. Yeah, this is going to be a battle. Um, uh, you know, and honestly, what might be the kicker here? Look, uh, look at the second to last spot there, Darren Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, I was just thinking it. I think that is what's going to probably set him over the edge this week that last time he played he got 23 points yeah you know that could be the kicker there does he go off and again the, they're playing the pats who have been better as of late but their run defense still hasn't been great and i i, I think he's going to be the difference maker yeah i could definitely see it i wanted to take a look real quick to see what Team G Smoke has for options um, on his bench to replace um, Edmonds. Uh, so obviously he could move up. I mean, he, even he, he could move up maybe Dylan if he's going to play him anyway, and then he could kind of have anybody from his bench move up. Um, but yeah, he doesn't. Oh, actually, you know what? He has moved somebody in since I since I got this. He moved up Dylan. Oh, uh, Tyler Lockett. He has uh, in the in the game now, which actually is a big a big name that he had on the bench when I took these screenshots. So, um, you know, Tyler Lockett with Wilson back could be big too. That's a pretty solid replacement for Edmonds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at the beginning of the season, Lockett was absolutely killing it with Russ. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that again, that that could be the thing that that swings it back uh, towards G Smoke for the win. Um, yeah. So so who are you going with then? Because this is another one that this could be just like the first matchup we discuss, where it comes right down to it. I I'm gonna end up going. I'm gonna go with Neil, 
because I do have Dearness Johnson in another league, and I I'm I'm pulling for him to be that 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 piece this week. I'm gonna go with Team G Smoke, and my predi- prediction is that Josh Allen bounces back and absolutely destroys the Jets this week. Um, because they're the Jets, and Josh Allen played like crap. But do you think the Bills can overcome the Mike White magic? You know, it could turn into a shootout there, which is the same benefit. Because also, then go back over to Neil's team, and we're looking for a big bounce back from Dak, too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a huge week. I mean, it, it depends. Like, does Hardman get ten? Does you know? Does AJ Dillon get like a? You know, he gets a touchdown just because he gets a carry in the goal line. Like you know, it's the other thing too. The one the one the one player that um, I think out of everybody, maybe he doesn't even have him in his lineup anymore. I saw that he oh he does. Gainwell is still in. Um, in Team G Smoke's lineup, which Gainwell's like the third guy right there. I know he's the rookie. He was the pass catching back for a little bit, but he hasn't played well recently. Boston Scott has kind of taken over um, since Miles Sanders has been out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Team G Smoke to wrap up here. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it happening. They got the same record. They've been beaten up on everyone all year. For sure. Well, um, that's going to wrap up the show. Um, appreciate everybody for, for hanging out. Um, we uh, definitely are, are open to any suggestions or, um, you know, you want to send in some audio for next week's episode. You want to be a guest, uh, you know, reach out um, and we'll be, we'll be sharing this out with everybody. Um, and we'll be hitting the, the top charts for podcasts. I'm sure any day now. Oh yeah, I mean our target audience of ten people is definitely gonna just blow audiences away. Oh, for sure. And for the love of God, if you like college football, yeah, please, please, please tell us, God, please. help us with help us with that segment. <laughs> we would love it. Um, anyway, thanks everybody for listening. If you're still here, um, and we will see you next week. Uh, peace out, Matt. See ya.